Don't judge me. You ever heard anybody say that? Maybe you've said it. Don't judge me. Judgmental people can drive us crazy. And sometimes we're the ones who drive ourselves crazy. In this day and time when there's a lot of judging going on, judging by a color of skin, judging by social status, judging by education, judging by the way you dress, judging by how you act, social media gone rampant, everybody's judging. You like or don't like, love or don't love. Being judgmental. What a powerful, powerful issue that is. On today's episode of the Life 66, I want to turn to Matthew chapter 7 and see what Jesus says about being judgmental. This is Pastor Greg. Glad you joined us today. Here's what Jesus said. This is in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will, be, you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Isn't that a powerful teaching? It says, if you're going to judge, be ready because with the very same measure that you judge somebody else, God's going to judge you. He says, look at the hypocrite. Look at how hypocritical we act. He says, we will have this plank in our eye. Think of a big two by four or two by six sticking out of your eye, and you're trying to micromanage somebody else. They have a speck of sawdust in their eye. See, what Jesus is talking about here is a holier-than-thou attitude, um, not necessarily being able to rightly judge, but being judgmental. Because we've got to make a judgment sometimes. I mean, you, you, you can tell the tree by the fruit, the Bible says, and you judge whether or not it's healthy or not. You can judge whether somebody's behavior is sinful or not sinful, right or wrong. I mean, when somebody lies, it's not a judge, uh, judging them to say, hey, man, you lied. No, it's just a truth. It's fact. And so Jesus is not saying that you can never make any kind of judgments, that we make those every day whether we're going to deal with a situation at work in a, in a certain way, or how we're going to deal with situations at home, or disciplining our kids. We're always in a position to make judgments. But what he's saying is, you can't be hypocritically judgmental. In other words, you've got to look at yourself and see if you're holding someone else to a standard that you're not willing to hold up to yourself. Have you ever judged somebody falsely? I've, I've done that. I remember in college, there was a guy... And uh, just by first glance, I got to admit, he just annoyed me, the way he carried himself. And even, I know, I'm so petty, but even the way he did his hair and the way he dressed, I thought, this guy's full of himself, man. I don't really want anything to do with this guy. I didn't even know him, never talked to him. And you know what? As we got to know each other, we became great friends. I totally had judged that book by the cover without even taking the time to get to know him. In today's world, when there's so much racial tension, how many times have we judged somebody by the color of their skin or judged a situation by the, uh, you know, just the surface evidence? And then when we get down to what really happened, we find out that we made a wrong judgment. That happens all the time when there's accusations that start flying around and, oh, this is what happened and we're angry and we're upset and we're going to, you know, run around and cause chaos. When you come to really find out that there was more to the story than what there really appeared at first. 
we really need to be careful in today's world because this world is judgmental. So what did Jesus say about this? First, he said, don't judge unless you are prepared to be judged. See, a person who feels he is able to stand in judgment over someone else is stating that he's aware of the law and that the law doesn't apply to him, that he's above the law, that you have a, you, you think you're able to, to put somebody else under your own condemnation as if you're in a place to judge them? You're not. You're as guilty as the next person. We're all messed up. We're all sinners. We're all, you know, we fall, we fall short every day. God is the only one with a perfect standard. God's the only one who never sinned. God's the only perfect one. So he's really the only one right, uh, right to, have, to be able to judge and be judgmental. It's in our position to give grace because we've received so much grace. So don't judge unless you're prepared to be judged by God. And he'll judge per- perfectly and he'll judge everything. Number two, with the measure you use, that measure will be used against you. If you dole out grace and mercy in large doses, the same will be given back to you. But if you criticize and, are, and, and judge people, that's what's going to get back. I'll tell you this, I don't want to be judged by God. I don't want him to you know, go over my life with a fine-tooth comb uh, because I went over somebody else's life that way. Now, that's not to say he's going to just overlook my sin, but what he's saying is that when you're so busy finding fault in someone, be careful lest God's going to find fault in you. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said this, by judging others, we blind ourselves to our own evil and to the grace which others are just as entitled to as we are. So we've got to make sure we understand that. There's four problems with being judgmental. Number one, you can never know all the facts about a person or situation. There's history, experiences, situations that are unique to every single person that make their life and responses different than yours. It's impossible to judge without all the facts. Racial judgments happen and you say, well, you know, these people, uh, how are they, why are they behaving that way? Well, are you in a place to judge what, how they were raised, what they've been through, the hurts they've been through, the pains they've been through, the struggles they've been through? You've heard the say, saying, you know, you really don't know somebody and you've walked a mile in their shoes. You know, when this whole uh, racial tension thing really sprung up, I was, I was caught in a situation where I just really didn't understand. So I made it a point to call uh, lots of my friends that were people of color and I just asked them questions. How do you feel? How does this whole situation make you feel? All the protests and all the you know, anger and everything. How does that make you feel? Um, and I just asked questions. I wanted to learn. And, you know, I learned a lot about what people are going through and what people feel. And they were different than what I felt because my life was, was different than theirs. And so maybe I didn't have the same re- reaction that they did. And that's just because I didn't have all the facts about the person and about the situation. So we got to be, be aware and take the time to learn first, listen first, um, Get the information first, and then we can make a right judgment without being judgmental. Number two, it's impossible for anyone to be absolutely impartial in his judgments. If we're going to be judgmental, how are you going to be judgmental when all you have is your own personal biases? And we all have them. Every single person on the planet is biased in some particular way. We're biased by the neighborhood we grew up in, by the family that we grew up in, by what we believe, by what we hold dear um, by our experiences, um, by 
you know, the, the crowd we run with, that are the, the people that are our in crowd, and there are those that we don't have much in common with that are the out crowd. And we'll judge the out crowd, not because we know much about them, but just that we've ceased to be aware of their differences because we're so absorbed in our own in crowd. It's, it's impossible to, to be absolutely impartial because we're not perfect. It's been told that on occasion, the Greeks would hold trials in the dark so that they wouldn't be swayed in their judgments by the sight of the defendant. In other words, if the person was beautiful or handsome uh, or you know, well-kept, they might be a little more lenient over if the person was rugged and you know, kind of unkept or not attractive. They might judge them more harshly, and they didn't want to be impartial. So we got to be careful thinking about judging because we know that we've got biases. Number three, being judgmental places a value on a person that God did not place on them. When you're judgmental, you testify to your own ignorance and, impenit- and uh, uh, impenitence, and therefore you shut yourself out and away from God's forgiveness. Jesus said this, if you don't forgive, he's not going to forgive. Because with the same measure that you use to judge, he'll judge you. When you judge someone, you place your value on them based on your values. And those values aren't necessarily God's values. If you want to be judged by God's values, then we have to look at other people with God's values. God is a lover. God is gracious. God is merciful. God is kind. God um, treats us as a son and as daughters. He doesn't come at us with pride and arrogance and judgmentalism. He comes at us with truth. And so we've got to come at other people with truth and love and patience and kindness and gentleness and all this, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, that we have to just separate ourselves from the hypocritical values that man places on things and look at people through the eyes of God. Number four, judgmental people hypocritically overlook the shortcomings in their own lives. When you're judging someone, you're so hypocritical. I'm so hypocritical when I do that because I'm overlooking this junk and the garbage that's in my own life. That's not right. And God will judge us in that way in his, in his holy, with his holy standard. It's like when people are in the stands at a baseball game and they're yelling out obscenities and you know, calling the athletes bums and you, know, you can't play, you can't throw. Are you kidding me? They're professionals. You're sitting in the stands paying money to watch them play. And, and they're ama- even the worst one, ones of them are amazing. Do we judge people from this hypocritical standpoint, saying they can't play? Now, really, the fact is you can't play. Because if you could, you'd be on the field. See, we judge people so falsely and so hypocritically. Every person in society is free and willing to tell just how things ought to be done and how they would do it better. And people reserve the right to be extremely vocal in criticism and totally exempt from action. If we're going to, be, if we're going to seek to expose someone else's shortcomings or differences, we've got to be prepared to have ours exposed as well. Just a couple of things on how to avoid being judgmental. First, look at yourself. Jesus said, remove the plank in your own eye. Before you step out and start saying something about someone or thinking someone about something about someone, why don't you just take a minute and go look in the mirror? Look at yourself. What, what's, what, is, what is so perfect about you that lets you then go and judge somebody else, that lets you make a statement about somebody else? 
You know, really, when I look at myself, I say, you know, I know what I'm like. And I sure don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to being judgmental. Now, I can make right judgments and help someone along and mentor them and guide them. But that's not being judgmental. That's just, that's coming alongside and helping somebody. But We've really got to remove the plank from our own eye. And then number two, we'll be able to see clearly. We'll be able to, to help someone when we're not coming at them with a judgmental, well, you ought to be like me, or you really should do this, or you ought to do that. No, we're coming at them with love and with kindness and with help and with grace and with mercy. Remember I had a neighbor and in, we shared a garage. It was in a duplex that we had in, in the garage. Um, you know, the person had some, you know, uh, pornographic pictures on the wall, like, like Playboy calendar, stuff like that. And, and, uh, and a friend of mine came in, uh, didn't see him that often, but he came in and he took a look at that and he said, this offends me. You need to go right over there and tell him to pull those things down. This offends God. And, and he was just going at this thing, like, you know, just really being holy. And at first I thought, oh, shoosh, you know, should I, what should I do? I thought again, I said, wait a minute, this person doesn't know Jesus. How am I supposed to judge a person who doesn't know Jesus by Jesus' standards when he doesn't have those standards? Now, if he was a Christian and was, you know, putting up pictures of naked women in his house, then maybe we have a a reason to talk and to point out his uh, shortcomings according to scripture that we both agree on. But without that common ground, there was no way that I could go next door and, and be judgmental of this person. Instead, I chose to love him. I chose to be kind to him. I chose to uh, be generous and welcoming. And you know, after a little while, without even having a conversation, those pictures came down. And uh, I'd prayed for him, and, you know, but I didn't say anything. You see, when you look at yourself first, and then you're able to see clearly to touch somebody else, to talk to someone else, to love somebody else, then God can do some things that you wouldn't ordinarily expect. And that really leads us to number three, which I already mentioned. That's just love people. To remove the speck from your brother's eye, there is a place to remove it. And that's just loving people, but not in a judgmental way, not in a I'm better than you way, or you really should do better way when you, in fact, know yourself you're not doing better. Who are you to say? See, God is the only perfect one. And he says, stop judging by mere appearances in John 7. Make a right judgment. Stop judging just by what you see and what's on the surface. Get to know somebody. Come alongside them. Love them. Care for them. And you know, then we might be able to actually help somebody with right judgments instead of being judgmental. And we need this more than ever today. I pray that every single day you'll look to listen first, speak second. That you'll learn to understand first and then come alongside someone second, that you'll learn to withhold judgments until you know all the facts and then not judgmentally approaching someone, but with all mercy and grace, knowing that there's only one perfect and that's God himself, that we're just simple uh, pilgrims trying to get through. So anyway, I hope this has helped you today. You know, I know I needed it because I can sometimes slip into being judgmental but I know that I don't want God to judge me by my standards because I'm, I'm as harsh as anything. And I want God to be gracious to me, so I need to be gracious toward others. Hope this has helped. Have a great day today. 
and let's live by God's life 66. Catch you next time.